Welcome to the zone where ignorance is refused. This is critical. This is critical. Yeah. You know we got them hard rock facts true for you. Tough yeah. pill to swallow and chew. Yeah. This is critical. Don't get it confused. Ah. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to episode four of season two of Critical. And here we are. It's been so amazing to watch all the previous episodes go out and all the incredible reaction we've had to them. And it's um, staggering. It's staggering. My expectations were high. They've just been exceeded. And that says something about us, but it says a lot more about our fans. We have some of the most amazing fans in the podosphere. And I think they deserve a little bit of stage time too. We already did the episode on you, of course, where we invited our fans into our world. Mm. But a lot of them are on social media and they're finding each other. They're finding the podcast and they're opening their minds to what a podcast can be. Critical is a diaspora. I mm. find that we're all finding each other in this wasteland of mm. sand. Yeah. I think of it like the content diverse. It's something where everything we do is part of this universe, which is content. Mm. and which hits people in so many different ways. Obviously, the podcast is the center of Critical. We have today, demand has been sky high, and we've had to deal with, unfortunately, a lot of bootleggers. But I'm pleased to announce that we will have our very own official Critical merchandise hitting the shelves, available to critters everywhere, starting today. Exclusive. I've got my sweatpants, mm -hmm. my uh, sweater, my hat, my mm -hmm. fanny pack, I am fully uh, decked out Decked out in critical critical wear. So right now, if you go to thecriticalpod.com, you will see all of our amazing merchandise that's available for critters only. And very special announcement, um, there will be discount codes for all of this merchandise sprinkled throughout the podcast. Can we get a siren, a sound effect? Well, yeah. Because this is a big announcement. I, I don't think it's ever been done before, but off the shelf, the RRP of Critical Merch, it's not going to be cheap. This stuff is oh, expensive. No. It's a high ticket price. The level of quality that we've gone with for these garments is top shelf. It's the same stuff that all the fashion houses use. It's worth the price that it's up there for. I would not be surprised if next year on the, the runway you see critical-inspired fashion in Paris and in oh, New York. And... If my experience is anything to go by, it's going to happen next season. You're going to be seeing critical merch hit the shelves mid-summer to fall 2022. I love that prediction. I, mean, I, I would bet my, my life on that. All I'm saying is watch this space. If everybody now just goes to thecriticalpod.com, I'm yeah, just going to type, type, type it in, it in right now. now. And we've teamed up with Designer Brand, which is a very well-known clothing manufacturer. They do all the top quality That's right. designer merchandise. And to do our own special line of critical merchandise, it's on the main page. There's, it's right there. Look, check this out. Wow, that's incredible. See that? So it's critical. That's beautiful. This we is have, haute couture. This is absolutely the top shelf stuff. This helps the whole mission too. By the way, it's all also very eco-friendly. And we right. even have a very special uh, tote bag that is totally eco-friendly. But all of the products in the store are also very eco-friendly. So it's a guilt-free purchase. It's a win-win. And it helps you too. I mean, okay, it helps broadcast the show and it lets people know, hey, you're a critter. You listen to Critical too. It, uh -huh. it, you signal to your fellow critters, hey, you're one of us. Right. It also clothes you. It is a functional garment that is required in our culture. You are required to 
wear clothes. And David, I just also want to say I'm decked out in the gear, but I noticed you're wearing an all-white ensemble. That's right. The the beard and the head wrap are really doing cool things. The all-white sort of long, uh, flowy... Was that a, mm. a tunic or something? Yeah, it's a Sara. It's my spiritual wear, especially since episode one, getting deeper into our general practice, which is, of course, the practice that we were preaching in episode one, which was, uh, of course, here. We got into mindfulness. We got into all of these apps. And I just thought, hey, I'm going to practice what I preach. I'm going to preach what I practice. And I'm going to wear what makes me comfortable, which happens to be a white robe and a head wrap. Well, and there's no circulated air in this building, and so it does get quite stuffy. And so I really think what you're doing is beating the heat too, and it's mm. a really cool thing uh, to see, mm -hmm. but it also must feel good. And you really are mellowing me out just by being in your presence. I'm loving the look. And like you said, the rubber is hitting the road here and mm -hmm. you're not all talk. You really do practice what you preach. That's and that's right. what's so inspiring for me. Mm. And uh, I'm at your altar. Welcome, come one, come all. Very happy to have you. And uh, to anybody here who'd like to join the, the Criticult, everybody's welcome. We convene once a week or sometimes twice a week or sometimes twice a month. You never mm. know. We convene regularly and this is our church and this is the center of our core philosophy, mm. which is everything that you're hearing coming out of our mouths is ultimately between the two of us something that everybody can follow and join in with. I love that idea of it just being a cult where you slowly get people on board with you and spread the word. I also think of us as farmers. We are out tilling the fields and bringing back the good stuff to you. What we're conceiving of really as we roll out the merchandise, we really are thinking about building up a cult around critical, the critical. We've often talked about it, we've hinted about it. Yeah. And in that spirit, I've adopted this role and I've started to grow out my beard. It's very magisterial. I think it gives me a feeling of purity, at least externally. I'm very deeply corrupted inside, but I get to project this image of holiness, right. which I think is just par for the course. However, all of this also will be another tier of merchandise. Everything I'm wearing right now, that all of my flowing robes, will ultimately be not so much merch as relics. They will mm. be something that we will ultimately store and preserve deep in very safe containers for right. generations to come as we move into the future. But back onto the subject of merch for one second. You know, one of the great things about this new line that's out now, and again, you go to thecriticalpod.com and you'll see all of our merch right there made in collaboration with Designer Brand, is that you won't have to go to that bootlegger. You won't mm. have to go to your local guy down there who's rolling out the t-shirts, selling all the Louis Vuitton, and right next to that, you'll see that right. fake critical bag. Right. Ultimately, we want to get the official stuff. It's very reasonably priced, and we have special offers sprinkled throughout the episode. So I'm going to drop our very first one right now for early birds, and that's going to be I'm a Critter. So if you type in I'm a Critter, you're going to get 10% off. I, I'm a Critter, one word. Ca upper K, capitalized or lower case? Uh, it's all going to be, I don't think it matters, but I think it's all lowercase. Try that, all lowercase. Comma, I apostrophe, I mean? No, no, no. It's just I'm a Critter. I-M-A-C-R-I-T-T-E-R. -T -T -E if you type in that discount code, now you'll be able to join up discount codes. This is the great thing. They're modular. You can be able to stack them. So we're going to be able to have five or six discount codes. So as you listen to Critical... As you pick up on all of the codes, you will be able to get the merch for cheaper and cheaper and cheaper until basically we're paying you to Can take Can we it. afford to do this? Ultimately, I think it rewards dedication. It rewards 
all of our fans who are extreme critters, who are listening to every minute, who are hanging on our every word. Right. All of those people deserve... By a thread. Right. They, they all deserve that uh, special offer. They deserve that special discount because a lot of people sell stuff and they do sales at Christmas because they, they're painting with a broad brush. And I think unfairly because what they're doing by doing a Christmas sale is that they're benefiting even the haters, mm. right? But we don't want to do that. We want to benefit all the people that love Critical, all the critters. And so if you type in, I'm a critter, that's going to be the very first 10% off discount for Critical merch at the Critical Pod. You're going to get that nice discount. Shipping is free. Wow. For anybody who buys two things or more. Wow. So that's a great offer too. I mean, that's a reward. We want to reward the listener and look at that's what right. an incredible reward. I mean, I, I've already got the merch, but I might even just buy a backup pair because, you know, it gets kind of dirty sometimes. Well, you got to rotate, right? You want to have at least two of everything. A lot of this speaks to what we talked about before, which is Maglow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like you talk about the very top is content. Underneath that, you've got shelter and clothing. Right. We are ticking off. We are the shelter. Now we're doing clothing. So ultimately, mm -hmm. what I see us doing is filling out this pyramid of needs for right. everybody, starting with content and then bleeding out into the real world. Right. I mean, it's like a trickle down. And it's so cool mm -hmm. that we're able to just check all of those boxes on the way down. Right. I just want to make another exciting announcement. I, I don't want to steamroll that exciting announcement, but I want to kind of piggyback on it. I think this is just a housekeeping extraordinaire. We just got so many exciting announcements. But I also want to say we're offering a chance to win a brand new iPhone. Mm. And this thing is ultra thin. It's an ultra thin. It's the brand new model, hot off the shelf. You may have heard us review it on Tech Sector. Mm. And we're offering you a chance to win this brand new phone. So what we're asking you to do is to go on to thecriticalpod.com and you make a donation of $2 mm -hmm. to the Anchor FM, the Critical Pod. And for less than a price of coffee, you can have this brand new iPhone. Mm -hmm. And um, that's going to be really exciting. It's the latest model. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, officially out yet. And um, you're going to be the coolest kid on the block when you uh, roll up to the McDonald's or the, uh, the cemetery, wherever you're at, and you pull out your phone when you get a text or something. It's going to look really cool. So just head on over there while you're picking up the merch. Maybe drop a couple bucks in the pot and you may win this new iPhone. It's incredible. This iPhone, I couldn't get over it. I thought it was really an object from the future. And the thing about this one, it's not going to get old. This iPhone was going to last you 10, 20 years, I would say. Mm. It seems really sturdy. It's very thin, very light. It's excellent. and it's fast. Super fast. It's got a full charge. Yep. Good as new. And we've got some apps. We preloaded it with some of our favorite apps, some yeah. of our favorite music. Put some games on there. David, you know I'm a big music guy, right? Yeah, you're uh, the big music guy. Yeah, I was listening to one of the records we've put on, the new iPhone, the new Chainsmokers album. Oh. Have you had a chance to listen to that? You know, I've been such a fan of all of their early stuff, and I'm almost afraid to check out the newest because my expectations are almost too high. Well, I have good news. It will exceed your expectations. It exceeded mine. And I noticed a little cosmic synergy with Critical and the Chainsmokers' new album insofar as the new Chainsmokers' album, no guests, no features. Huh. And I think that's kind of what we're doing with the new season of Critical. We're just going to the roots of what the show is. And we have yet to have a guest. We may still have a guest on the season, but right now we're at this point where we don't need them. It makes sense because a lot of fans were doing that thing where they would get our podcast season one. They would chop out all the guests because they were such fans yeah. of you and me. Yeah. And I think ultimately when we talk about condensing the pod, when we talk about whittling it down to the bare essentials and giving people this concentrated um, dose of content, 
you don't want any fluff. You don't want any filler. You want to just get the core substance. And that's what we're providing. And so it makes perfect sense. And, you know, another thing that it comes to mind is a little preview mm. of an upcoming episode of the feed in which we will actually be reviewing cigarettes. Oh. And, and I mean, I'm not really a smoker myself, uh, but you bring up the chain smokers. It makes me think about... Uh, about that upcoming episode, which I think will be really exciting. We, and speaking of DJs and chain smokers, we are getting some reports that DJs in some clubs mm. around North America have started mixing critical into their sets, which is uh -huh. so cool. Yeah. So that's been really exciting to hear and see some of those Instagram stories. God and the Devil, Popcorn yeah. and Movies, yeah. Peanut Butter and Jelly, yep. Nick and David. Like yin and yang. I'm a big believer in that. I love yin and yang. And I think we should do a yin and yang logo with you and me on either side. It'd be awesome. Um, and you know, we've received a lot of mean, nasty letters mm -hmm. and we, that does not go unnoticed, but we are not deterred. Well, no, because we have some of the best fans out there. I want to do just a tiny bit more housekeeping before we jump into this week's episode. So first of all, just in case for anybody new, we just dropped another record-breaking monumental podcast. Imagine if this is your first listen. I mean... What an exciting... You're in for such a treat, I feel yeah. like. I mean, it, it's your birthday. This is like... Yeah, you know, happy birthday. Birthday Christmas. I know I'm we I'm steamrolling you a little bit, but we talk about Rolling Stone. We've talked about this before. Rolling mm -hmm. Stone gathers no moss. Yes. And this, this critical is a Rolling Stone, and it's rolling so fast mm -hmm. down the hill. It is. And if you listen real closely... Which, spoiler alert, we're, we're going to be talking about that in a second. Mm -hmm. but if you listen really closely... You can hear the stone in a little Spanish accent saying, no mas, no mas, you know? Specifically, I want to talk just a little bit about what happened last week. We dropped the world's shortest podcast, right? We've got a lot of fans, but we've got a lot of critique. And some people say, hey, this podcast is too long. Some people only have a minute or two and they want something quick. And so we said, that's an opening. We heard your complaints. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we can not only fulfill, we can satisfy in record-breaking fashion. And so we created the world's shortest podcast. It is less than one second long. And I'm so proud of it. And It's I, never been done. It's never been done before. And it's just another notch on our belt. And I wanted to read here some feedback from one of our fans over on the Critical Instagram page that is at the Critical Pod on Instagram. Mm. This is by someone called the Jeff Cox. And he says, wow, where do I begin? Well, the intro is the first thing I noticed, so succinct and informative, building to an exciting crescendo at 0.4 seconds. The dialogue riveted the listener, always keeping us wanting more, and you delivered. I cannot imagine a greater honor than you thanking me, the listener. My mind was blown. I love your podcast, but this episode in particular changed my life. I cannot thank you enough. Well, for brevity's sake... I will have to cut this comment short, even though I could go on for hours extolling the virtue of this absolute masterpiece. Wow. I think that That's comes eloquent. close to what we were thinking about when we were recording that episode. That's so granular. Mm. And I think that is an episode where you would want to listen at half speed, to take the setting on your uh, sure. Apple or your Spotify, because that is something that is over so fast. And clearly, Jeff really is a keen listener. I mean, yeah. that's a true critter right there. Mm -hmm. I would give him a gold star for that. Absolutely. So thank you, Jeff. And also a little message from, because we put this out earlier in the pod, if people want to leave us messages, they can drop some audio. We have some audio here from our fan called Mads. 
And, um, and here's what she said. Hey, um, I just discovered the pod today and it's the only pod I want to listen to anymore. Really appreciate that, Mads. Thank you very much. Happy to have you as a listener. We have some of the best fans in the world out there. We love to reward our fans. We love to feature our fans on the show. And we have also a booming audience over on Instagram. We're almost at a thousand followers, which is incredible. I think when we started this season, we were at something like 400. Can you close your eyes and picture a thousand people in a room? Mm. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of beating hearts, a lot of sets of ears. It's 2000 sets of ears. That's double the ears. And you can't hear this, but I just popped a bottle of champagne because we are really in a celebratory oh, yes. mode. We are almost at a thousand followers and we are firmly in the double digits of listenership on the show. It's growing every week. We expand and it's progress. Yep. And we're not looking back. We're looking forward. And we know there's a lot going on this week uh, with the show. So we are going to try to keep this short, uh, mm -hmm. but we do like to set the table and serve you these delicious pod ingredients mm -hmm. uh, that we like to call the critical stew. And in order to do that, we do have to set the table. So thank you for bearing with us. But today's topic is just a really incredible one. Just before we jump into it, though, I would like to give a little update. So sandwich... I ate in episode one, mm. got us kicked out of the building. Yes. Diarrhea for 72 hours. That was bad. Uh, we did find a new office space. We are in now. And it also turns out there was a murder in that building, and that's why it was so, yeah. so cheap. That was um, a, so uh, I think we're better off. We're in a new, I think it's an old WeWork building, mm. um, but it's really cool. And there is a big bag of rice it came with in the mm. corner. So I'm making actually a, a kind of uh, rice wine out mm. of this bag. So we're getting into that. Probably on the feed, we're going to be doing a taste test. But uh, I'm making some fermented wine. Is that a sake? Well, it's a sack of rice. I don't know exactly. But it's very, very, very high alcohol. So it's going to be really good. We're back on. Now we're in the Crita Castle. Mm -hmm. And we're really here. So I'm really excited. This place seems a lot safer, I will say. The, the electricity's working, big plus. There's a refrigerator, big plus. And generally speaking, I just don't feel that ambient threat, which I had in the last place. I was, was always looking over my shoulder. Yeah. yeah, And I couldn't really get into the deep, do the deep dives on those episodes. So now you're going to see, I think with these forthcoming episodes, you're going to see us really go deeper than we were able to do in those first couple episodes because there was that constant fear that there yeah. was something lurking, which there was, it turns out. It so took our, our instincts were right. What do we got going on this week, Nick? Well, hold out your ear. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about listening. Huh? Just kidding. So it is a funny concept, and I think it's a novel concept. Once again, I don't think a lot of people are doing this, but when you listen to a podcast, right. yes, you're listening, but are you listening? And, right. and are we listening? No, typically we're talking, but we really want to emphasize this kind of divide. As we spoke earlier, that it really is a community and a dialogue that we're having, mm. but we really are ultimately in need, desperate need, dire need of listening. Mm. Every week we invite you to the dojo that is critical. Every week we go to the mat. And now we're in the meditation room, so to speak. And uh, David, I like to think of you as a zentrovert because you really bring this kind of complex melange of 
confidence and serenity. Mm. And I really aspire to that. You're also what I like to call the truth fairy. It's almost like you're drooling on the pillow and you wake up and was he here? I don't know. I felt his presence, but mm. uh, he's no longer here. So, um, but that is today's episode. So I think without further ado, let's jump into the meat and the bones of this one. I cannot wait to jump into this episode, Nick. Just listening to your brief perambulation on the topic, I feel ready to not only contribute, but to listen. I think even when you're talking, you're listening. That's right. And we're both going to experience that. So let's jump into today's episode, Listening. This is Critical. You're listening to Critical. Now you listen to me. Uh, I've got something to say. Listening is a fascinating topic. Often we do talking, other people do listening. Mm. And listening is essential. You know, there's that thing, circular breathing. Tell me more. It's when you can keep talking while you're breathing at the same time. I would love to have that skill. Right. Because I love talking, but sometimes I have to stop and take a breath. And this is the problem, is that especially for podcasters, I mean, trumpet players do this, right? Uh-huh. So I, I think to be an ultimate podcaster, you would need to do this circular listening where you're simultaneously listening while you're speaking and you're basically never stopping. You just keep going because the one thing that is so important when you're doing a podcast is it's 101 radio silence you can't have dead air you got to keep it going right and so in order to do that you need to be a keen speaker but also a keen listener and what you're listening for is those gaps and once you hear those gaps you got to fill them up i love how you put that it was so eloquent but i think you can sort of be pushing Mm. and pulling at the same time talking is like you're pushing air out right and pulling, you're almost pulling air in when you're listening. I don't think that's a given. Well, the good thing is, is that the way we listen is actually through a totally different hole that we speak through. So we have two holes to listen through. Yeah. So we can actually listen to twice as much as, as we and speak. And that's the nose, right? Right. Just no. kidding. <laughs> right. Well, some people may have that problem. Mm. But I think for the vast majority of our audience, they're going to be listening through their ears. So they've got two, even if one of their ears is covered up, they're still able to listen. But if your mouth is covered up, mm. you can't say a damn thing. No. And good luck to you if you're trying to speak through the other ear, because that's not going to happen. Right. When I was a kid, I always remember my babysitter would put potpourri in her ear, came out her mouth. I was convinced that those things were connected, but I think she was actually... Um, she put potpourri in her ear? And then, yeah, and then it came out her mouth. How'd she do that? I, I thought there was a pipe connecting them. There but is, no? I don't know. I think this is a, a common myth that magicians play on, which is that in the body, there's a hole connecting both of them. And I know that because I pushed lots of that stuff into my ear and it never came out my mouth and simultaneously put it in my mouth, never came out my ear. The point being, we have these dominant senses. Let's to, list them. We've got listening through the left ear, lifting through the right ear, two different things. You've got tongue, tongue tasting. Yeah. You've got a seeing, of course. Of course. And you've got... Extrasensory perception. Right. You've got that uh, psychic ability. Intuition. That's got to be one. And... You said smells already? We've got smells. Yeah, that's down. And then... um, Touch. Yes, you can touch. And you can touch with your tongue as well. I think they're the same thing. I think we can eliminate touching because tongue tackles that. Right. I had a weird thought experiment. Um, My mouth is closed. Mm. And I'm still talking. 
That is so weird. But when I talk without my mouth open, I'm like, does it coming out my ears? Definitely not. It's still coming out. It, definitely not. It's still coming out your mouth. Even if you close your mouth while you're speaking, mm. it's still technically coming out of, of the mouth hole. Mm. Anyway, the thing is, we listen twice as much as we talk. And that's why we have double the ears, as we right. do have the the mouth. Right. Now, in some animals, in the animal kingdom, they have only one ear. And, really? And multi yes. Like fish. Pro yeah, there's definitely some fish that have Shrimp, like multiple. Shrimp, I think, have one ear. Right, and the octopus and stuff, they're all like a thousand mouths or right. all of that. Does any creature have two mouths, I wonder? Um, Let's throw that to the listener. If you know of any yeah. animals on Earth that have two mouths, we'd love to hear about it. I'd love to know that. Because it is funny that of all the holes in our body, we have two genital holes, right? Some people. More, maybe, I guess, but at least two down, yeah. down there. Yep. Front and back. Front and back. Or they're closer than you think, but that's a, that's another episode. Yeah. Um, the no nose, ears, and then just... Oh, and eyes. Yeah. That's kind of a hole. Kind of a hole. Plugged, but yeah, you could probably get in there if you needed to. But mouth, there's only one. It's yeah. The only single hole on yeah. the body. That's right. And I, I mean, don't, I don't think that's genitals I'm pairing together because I think of them as like a left. They're a, they're a duo. A stereo pair. It's also when you're thinking about the laterality of these things, like the actual geometric placement of the holes. You've got eyes right. which are uh, straight and they're going out. Unless you're a fish. Unless you're a fish. Then you've got the ears which are definitely on either side, yeah. right? And, and that's obviously because you're piecing together the world in stereo. Wow. And then you've got your genitals which are front to back. So you've got all these axes. You've got the X, Y, and Z. Right. With all of your holes, and then the mouth is ultimately where all of those other senses are all combining just so that you can make noises with your mouth and tell other people about mm. what all your other holes have experienced. And mm. that's really what talking is, mm. is saying that I've got this hole, which I can describe what's going on through all the other holes. I feel like we are missing one hole. Don't you think there should be one more hole, like on the back of the head or, or the top Right, or like shoulder? a matrix. Yeah, maybe there is. You know, maybe we are in the matrix. I love that movie so much, and I think about it all the time, but maybe we are actually in some pod somewhere. I know we're on a pod, but maybe we're in a pod too, and we're sort of plugged in into a tank or something. Well, I think one of the missing holes is probably either it's going to be the third eye. Right. Because that's definitely a plugged hole, right? That's something yeah. that is because of all the stuff we're drinking and eating. You're working on that. I'm really impressed with your... Yeah. You're, you're really opening that third eye. It's either that or belly button, which is a mini hole. A belly button is more like... I forgot about the belly button. Is it a hole or is it more like a golf... You know, when you go to a golf course, it has that... Is a golf hole... Do you say a golf hole? I don't actually play I golf. I say a golf... Yeah, I play a little and yeah, we say a golf hole or... But it makes more sense to even cup. call it a cup. A, cu a cup. That makes golf sense. Golf cup. Because it could be the golf belly button because it is almost like that. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. But I wonder... Yeah, why don't we... Use, we don't use the belly button enough, I don't think. I mean, right. It really is an essential sort of a placement yeah. uh, on the body because the nipples are almost like reverse holes. That's right. But I think if you, they actually are. They actually holes. are holes. I forgot about the nipples. Yeah. They the, are. Because the stuff does come out of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can definitely chalk up the nipples to be two more holes. We always forget about the nipples. Yeah. yeah. So wait, how many are we counting then? So we're saying one, two, three, four, five, six, five, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, nine, eleven. Eleven holes. Are we counting belly button? Yeah, a belly button, 12. Right. And then third eye would be 13. Would it? Is that, how, is that it? Third eye would be 13, which that sounds really 
13 is such a crazy number. I, I that actually does not surprise me that yeah. that's the 13th hole. Wow. Um, and it, like a golf course has, well, no, I guess a golf course has 18 holes. But I was gonna say if it had 13 holes, that'd be really spooky. Right. Um, yeah. Listening, you know, we're talking about listening. Um, you right now, listener, are listening, and I mm-hmm. think that, that's probably a little trippy, even to just put you in that state of awareness. It's almost right. like episode one of uh, Critical Season Two. But if you aren't listening, uh, I feel bad for you. Yeah. But again, it's weird. It's like a Zen riddle because if you aren't listening, you, you're not hearing me speak, so I can't right. shame you. So it's kind of a moot point. But if you are listening. I want to try a little thing right now. Mm. Wherever you are, I want you, the listener, let's say you're at the grocery store. Let's say you're doing the dishes. You're driving home. I just want, well, maybe if you're you're driving home, I want you to close your eyes. So if you're driving, don't do this, but I want you to close your eyes and open your ears and just listen. I gapped out there for a sec. That was really intense. I feel like I heard something I've never heard before. Right. That is your third ear. Yeah. I want to say. That is the third ear. We talk about seeing so much, but why don't we talk about listening? Why don't we talk about a third ear? Which I think there's scientists in, I think in Vancouver, that have put a, grown an ear on a mouse. Mm -hmm. And given a mouse supersonic hearing. Wow. And that is a third ear because the mouse has two ears uh, on its own and then they grow a, a human ear on top of the mouse's back. We can look that. We'll put that in the show notes of image, a link to the uh, image of the mouse of the ear. But that is what we want to do with the show is give you a third ear to mm-hmm. listen almost in three dimensions. You know, we see yeah. in three dimensions, but when we hear in stereo, can we hear in Try stare, whatever three is. Yeah. Uh, try. Try triphonia. Triphonia. Yeah, we would love for you to be able to hear uh, even more, to listen even more. Because when you listen to critical, mm. you know you're probably doing something. Maybe you're 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 picking your kids up from school or to the grocery store. I listen to podcasts too, and sometimes I have to rewind because I think, oh, I kind of missed that last section. Right. There's listening to the real world and then there's listening to thoughts do you ever hear a voice in your head all the time yeah i hear a voice in my head especially late at night mm. uh, really uh upsetting mm. voice but you that, hear it like a different voice i hear another voice yeah, yeah it's it's like a scary voice yeah. yeah but it is a voice in my head yeah now i'm thinking i'm not hearing that with old left and right uh over here that's my ears mm. I'm hearing that in my head. I'm hearing voices, not just one, it's many. Mm. But I'm hearing voices in my head. Yeah. Where, I'm not listening, am I listening to those voices? Yes. Mm -hmm, For sure. But am I hearing them with my ears? Right. And is that person who's talking to you, are they listening to you? Definitely. Right. They are. So they're spying on you. Definitely. And... They sit there quietly and listen. Yes. Sun goes down. Yeah. Everybody's left the party. You're at yeah. home. Yeah. In, in, in all, by your lonesome. Yeah. Can't sleep. Night terrors. Lights, lights on. And and all of a sudden, they they're 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 there. They're there. And so, how would you describe the voice that you hear? Um, low, mm. 
Is it is it masculine voice? Very. Yeah. Very masculine. Would you say it's an older person's voice? Yeah, timeless in a way. Old, uh, older, low, low, very low. Mm. Like a beer commercial low kind of? Yeah, Mm. like the smartest man in the world, the most... Right. That guy, but not... I mean, probably handsome, but also kind of menacing, too. Menacing. Did they speak English? Gibberish, or a language I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But assuming it's gibberish, because I don't speak any other languages, but some words I can make out. Wow. Well, you know, we are trying to activate that third ear. That's uh, what Critical is trying to do. And I'm curious if anybody out there, have they also heard this voice? Let us know. I'd be really curious to find out. And if you have... How like, do you stop it? Because I would you... like to know. Right. Well... I'd like to plug that third ear. Right, right, right. Well, once we do activate that third ear, some people are going to be really terrified of what's about to happen. Oh, yeah. It opens a whole can of worms. Yeah. I find wine really helps. To plug it or to open it? To plug it. To plug it. Yeah. Before bed, I just, you know, some people have a glass of water by their bedside. I have a box of wine and I drain the box and it sets me off to sleep. And it does sort of act as like an earplug for that third ear. I love those boxes of wine because you got a screw top on there. It's good as new. It's good and it lasts lasts for months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people are foodies. We all know about foodies, and we address that in our podcast, The Feed. A lot of our listeners out there are also soundies, Yeah. right? We they're people that are that. very sound-oriented people. And what we want to do is get them to really pay attention to what listening is and to the various degrees of listening that there is. Because a lot of people will be listening to this. They're in the car, and they're tuning in, and they're tuning out. Mm. And they're going, they're, they're, as they're listening to this, their brain is wandering to some other thought like, oh, right. what am I going to have for dinner? Or I got to make a left on heliotrope. Exactly. They've got all of these thoughts and then they're looking at all the other drivers pass them by. And they might also, they're hearing the sounds of the air conditioner. They're hearing the cars going by. They're hearing people honking. All of the ambient sounds and they're also listening to us and what they're listening to is always changing. It's like shifting all the time. It's circling into what we're talking about and then out into the world and then all through their memories. They might be having childhood memories of voices come up that way. They might be thinking of what somebody said to them the day before, all while they're listening to us. It is like a tapestry and I love being in the landscape. I love being in the cultural landscape, but I Mm -hmm. love being in the uh, auditory landscape. Yeah, just the texture of people's lives. They switch on critical, They want to get that engaging content, but they also want to simply be listening to the texture of the podcast, of the speech, surrounded by that warm embrace, which is the sound of our voices. They want to be in the room with us. They want to enjoy that ambience that we provide. And sometimes they're going to be really tuned in to every single word. And other times it's going to be more of an awareness, a very faint Mm. awareness of people talking. Mm. And that's something that I like to do when I'm going to sleep. I don't have that internal voice. I want to listen to somebody talking yeah. to fall asleep to. Yeah. Because even just the sound of somebody talking, yeah, I don't have to hear anything else. I just mm. hear that sort of ambient rambling. I don't care what it's about necessarily. Although I often do it with my favorite podcast, which is Critical, and I think a lot of people out there will do that too, and they'll be listening to the podcast and just slowly, slowly letting their mind relax, allowing all of those thoughts from the day and all of those other voices that bubble up to just soften down and drift away 
so that the only thing that they have to think about is how warm and heavy their blanket is and that cool pillow underneath their head. We should do a critical blanket. That would be a really cool merch item. Uh, definitely going to add that to yeah. the store. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think we could get a lot of money for those too. Like a markup on those. Well, blankets are big. Yeah, a lot is. of material. And it's a great stocking filler when the Christmas season oh, comes around. Oh my God. I mean, that's a big stocking. I, I mean that metaphor. I, I, I just think like imagine that Christmas all cozy up by the fire. Everybody's enjoying their critical blanket. That'd be fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going to write that down right away. You know what else is write that down and while we talk about you t you brought up Christmas I also want to bring up Halloween because huh. Halloween is coming up and you think about uh, great duos from history Nick yeah. and David we I'd love to see us on that list if you yeah. want to go as Nick and David we will hopefully be uh, updating the merch store for Halloween where we'll have facial hair wigs uh, beards and outfits where you can dress as Nick and David but where does that leave us David what are we going to go as so we'd love to hear from you the listener what should we go as for Halloween? Let's think about the great duos in history. Tubbs and Crockett, uh, Wayne and Garth. Mm -hmm. uh, I could Beavis see us and doing, Butthead. I could see us doing a great Beavis and Butthead. I could see us doing Wayne and Garth. Totally. Uh, I could see Wayne and Garth is so classic. Uh, let's see. Fred and Barney. Oh, I love that. The Flintstone. He's um, not a Flint. He's a rubble. He's a rubble. That's yeah. right. But he's part of the show. Yes. He's the neighbor. Yes. His wife is really beautiful, I will say. Absolutely. Um, now that's Betty you're talking that's about. That's Betty, Betty Rubble. Now who's the other? There's Betty, Barney. Who's Fred's wife? Wilma. Wilma, right. Wilma's more of a... Girl next door. Yeah. Sweetie pie. I love her. Look I would love if we do Fred and Barney, if we can find our own Betty and Wilma's too. Oh, that would be nice. Um, other duos here. We've got Renton and Stimpy, Tom and Jerry. Um... Chandler and Joey oh, from that, Friends. I love Friends so much. We could do that. That might be funny. That could be fun. We've got Bert and Ernie. Those are classics. My I personal think, favorite. I don't even know who's top of this list. The Odd Couple. That's so old. I I think Nick and David is going to be the top of this list. It's going to happen with your help as everybody. Batman and Robin. Now that's going to be a little tricky because which one of us is going to be batman and which one of us is going to be well robin? we can always do a switch you know and also we can both be batman but have a robin the listener right could be robin we could dress our phones as robin right if people went into an audition for batman and robin and you, you auditioned for batman you got robin you'd be so disappointed i think oh my god now we're deep into the episode i want to give another coupon code michael jackson and his pet monkey bubbles totally Classic duo. Yeah. Classic duo. Now, Bubbles, I don't think that story ended very Bonnie well. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Thelma and Louise. I wanted to drop another coupon code for our dedicated critters. The second coupon code is... Wake up. Hidden coupon code, wake up, W-A-K-E-U-P, for another 10% off your purchase of critical merchandise on thecriticalpod.com. It's one thing to talk, yeah. and it is another thing to listen. And I think something you find with Critical is 
when you talk, mm. I'm listening to you mm -hmm. and vice versa. And I think that really keeps the show propelled forward. Well, it's a great thing because as we're listening to each other, we are also being listened to. And also you have to think about all of those people are also being listened to wherever they are too. Think about all their phones and all those apps sucking in all of that data mm. so that people are listening to them, listening to Critical and all of the things that we talk about on the pod, they're probably going to get ads for because that's the other big listener is big tech. They think about big brother. They think about like a big eye, but really it's more of an ear now because right. you've got this little hidden microphone um, and they're all over the place. They're on all of these objects now. Right. Even your TVs, everything's listening to you all the time. And if you really were aware of it, you'd be so paranoid, right? Because basically, your whole life has become a podcast for the CIA, for the security agencies, intelligence agencies. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad for that because that ultimately makes me feel much safer. And I know that if they hear a sneaky killer coming up behind my back, they would probably dispatch. That's right. And you'd... I'm glad that someone's looking out for me. Exactly. Like a lot of my money is tied up in crypto. Um, do you know PooCoin? Yeah. I had a hot tip. This altcoin was told, oh, it's a blue chip stock. And uh, yeah, frankly, it was warm shit. I remember you were, you were telling me to get into it. You said it's really early. Yeah. So that's been really bad. Then I was a victim of credit card fraud. Mm -hmm. I was on an app and um, I was snookered. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. And she was saying all these really nice things. And mm -hmm. she wanted to meet and she just needed a bit of money. Right. But I'm just really trying to meet my Betty Rubble. Yeah. Well, you know, the first thing they say to do when it comes to that feeling of safety, when you're in those stressful situations, you look at your life and say, I'm a failure, right? It, it's all a disaster. Everything has gone the wrong way. And the thing that you need in those scenarios is someone to listen, right? Mm. And so that's what we're going to provide the listener is a space where they can tell us their secrets, their deepest traumas. Mm. their most private moments, all of that intimate stuff, we're going to be a listening ear. We're going to be that person who listens. Tell us your woes. We're here to listen. We are here to listen. We're, we're actually here to listen. We want to hear you out. So I think what we're going to do is for the next minute or two, we're going to give you the opportunity to speak right into your podcast, right into wherever you're listening. Whether There it's your is a microphone. Well, it's a spiritual microphone. Yeah. And we're going to be on the other side of this podcast and we're going to be closing our eyes and going to be listening really hard to whatever it is you want to share with us. It could be a secret. It could be something that you've never told anybody before. It could be a password. It could be you, illegal. It could be illegal. It could be something that you would take to your grave. What's going to happen is we're going to listen to you, hear you out, allow you that space to speak, and we're going to listen. And, and that's all we're going to do is that all of this stuff, it's going to go in our ears and it's going to stay there. And you can trust us that we will never tell a soul. So so why don't we line this up? Why don't we tee this up, Nick? For the next for the next couple minutes, the floor is the listeners. The floor is yours, listener. And, and we are becoming the listener. We're going to turn the tables. We're going to give you the microphone and we're going to listen. Mm. So let's listen. Let's let's listen. Let's get right into the yeah. the meat of the episode. Mm. This is listening. Listening. Uncritical. On Apple and Spotify.
You're listening to The Critical Podcast. The number one podcast in the known universe. With your hosts, David O'Reilly and Nick Thorburn. Coming to you live from the Critical Castle. Broadcasting to the World Wide Web. Serving up the freshest content week after week. Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. This is Critical. One of the things that I want to get into, Nick, is ultimately how to listen. Because people take it as a passive sense, as something that doesn't take any effort at all, right? Because you don't open your ears the way you open your eyes, right? Or your mouth. Or your mouth, for that matter. Your mouth is a choice at all times. You're saying, I'm going to open my mouth and talk, or eat, or whatever. Uh, I'm going to open my eyes and look at you. But you don't do that with ears. Ears, it takes quite a lot of effort to close your ears. Right, you have to and physically plug them up. You have, to, you have to put something in there, or you've got to put headphones on. So um, Sometimes there's music on the headphones. That's right. And yet, at the same time, even though you can't block up the ears, you can still be listening to something like a podcast, just like Critical, and really not be listening to mm. it, even though it's going into your ears. So even though the ears don't have the ability to open and shut like a door, you do have the ability to ignore even while you're listening, which is such a fascinating thing. Mm. It's funny, as you were talking, I was listening to mm. you. you know? Right, Words right. Words were coming in, and, and it wasn't really a choice I had. No, because I kept talking, and I wasn't opening your ears. That's right. Nevertheless, I was talking, I was speaking towards you, mm. and you were there, and you were listening to it, whether you liked it or not. Again, you were talking about the CIA, how they play these music very loudly as mm. a sort of interrogation tactic. But you think about how you just don't have that choice. Mm -hmm. You know, you can close your eyes if you yeah. don't want to see the horrible horrors. But you can't unlisten. I guess you could press stop on the podcast, but sometimes it's easier just to let it continue playing. Right. Obviously, podcasts are where listening really comes to thrive. People who are soundies, who are out there consuming media, ultimately want to fill their ears with audio. Podcasts are the place to be, and of course, Critical is the center of it. We are the listening crafters. We are audio weavers. And I feel- we're Fishermen. We're fishermen for content and intrigue. We're fishermen for quality. Yeah. So what a fascinating thing. We're here, we're able to listen to things, even though it's not really a choice, and yet we're choosing to do so because we've downloaded the episode, we want to play it, we want to listen to the episode, and yet sometimes your brain is going to shut off. You know there's four types of listening? No. Yeah, it's true. There's been some research done through a university. Okay. And it's a really interesting thing. We think about listening as, and this is going to kind of blow your mind a little bit, I think, because mm. we think about these four types of listening. Deep listening. Mm. Deep listening occurs when you're committed to understanding the speaker's perspective. So that's kind of what I'm doing when you talk, David. I'm in deep listening. I'm, I'm paying attention not just to your verbal cues, but also to your nonverbal cues, mm. your body language. A lot of the listeners at home won't be able to listen to that right. uh, nonverbal cue, but I'm able to. So that's a form of deep listening that you really get from being in the same room with someone. It helps build trust and rapport. Mm. Then you've got full listening okay which is paying close and careful attention to what the speaker is full playing. listening got it right so that involves the use of active listening techniques such as paraphrasing what's been said so let's say you said something and then i sort of paraphrase it and say it back to you just yeah. as, a, as a sort of uh example of listening paraphrase what's been said and say it back to you got it right so here's the fun one critical listening critical get listening. out of here i kid you not 
This is in a science paper? This is in a new paper published uh, by University of Phoenix, I believe. Are they studying the podcast? I believe there they cite there's a citation below. I think they cite it. So critical listing involves using because we could sue them if they're if they're just uh, copying. You know that. Well, let's see. Critical listening involves using systematic reasoning and careful thought to analyze a speaker's message and separate fact from opinion. Come on, this is just exactly what we're all about. Critical listening is often useful in situations when speakers may have a certain agenda or goal. Not us, such as watching political debates. Or when a salesperson is pitching a product or service. That does not apply. Right. Uh, but we are definitely able to separate fact from opinion. And so much of what we say is just is factual based uh, mm. opinions, I would like to say. And then you have finally therapeutic listening, which is just uh, allowing a friend, colleague or family member to discuss their problems. And that's which we just did on the pod. That's really, right. We right. really did. And that's kind of the least. That's why it's kind of included in critical listening. I believe that's a subset of critical listening. But really, Fascinating. Cr critical is a show. You think, oh, critical, that's just talking. Yeah. It's two hosts um, that get together and mm -hmm. talk. And, oh, the listener listens. Not so. I really do believe that it's the podcast that is listening and it is the listeners who are talking. Well, often that's the case because really when people are listening to us, right, where are the voices coming from ultimately? Because by the time they're processing what we're saying and all the people out there listening to us, it's ultimately their brains making the sound, not even us. Okay, the vibration's coming through, let's say their headphones or their car, but that makes no sense. That's nothing unless it's being reproduced in their mind as us speaking. So really by us speaking and them listening is really our voices contained in the minds of others. It's almost a synergistic kind of thing where our voices and their ears sort of meld together into one new voice. Right. That, right. that we're all kind of listening to. And I don't think anyone's really talking about that, but that is on a very scientific level. We'll get to a little bit of that later in the season, I think, because that's such an interesting detour of listening and how listening works. It just goes to show how cutting edge we are here on the pod. We're a couple of guys with a couple of microphones. We do our research for sure, but we don't expect that in the process of doing what we do, that scientists will come along and say, there's this thing called critical listening. We already knew that. We already knew it. We don't need to go to college. Right. We don't need a degree or we don't need some science nerd telling us what we already do instinctively. In fact, we are putting together our own program with our own courses and you won't need to go and pay those exorbitant tuition prices. That's right. Because you get it all here at Critical. Mm -hmm. Critical is truly uh, an incredible resource when you think about how much people are paying for college and you think about how we are going to totally disrupt that whole system when we get into Critical U and the upcoming courses that we're going to be offering. I'm just so excited about everything that's about to happen. Um, I'm almost nervous. Well, I'm nervous too because I think it's going to make some people really angry. Because what we do here on the pod is so disruptive, it does make people angry. And because ultimately it's going to put a lot of these nerds in college out of business. They're going to be out in their ass. Yeah. They think, hey, I got a steady job here, a nice easy gig here at Mr. Posh University. Mm -hmm. Sorry, out you go, because the kids are listening to Critical. I, I think there's something missing. Big hole. We fill that hole. And we mm -hmm. talked about holes earlier in the episode. Right. And um, I think the biggest hole is one that you really feel, you don't actually have. We talked about all the holes, the nipples, the mouth, the ears, the eyes. 
the whole we all have almost a spiritual hole mm. really is filled uh, or looking to be filled plugged up even mm. um, with the kind of content that we are providing that That's we have right. provided and will continue to provide and what we aim to do is one by one to treat all those holes as the single spiritual hole. All of them should be filled. Nick, I did not know there was so much to listening. What an incredible topic. Well, I won't be hearing this episode once it's over, but I will still be listening in my mind and I'll be thinking about it for, if not the rest of my life, the rest of the year, I think. Yeah, I feel like we've done this topic justice, but of course, if you have any comments and questions to do with listening, why don't you drop us an audio message over on Instagram? You can do that. You can go to instagram.com slash the critical pod you can go jump into our dms there and, and send us an audio message we are here to listen this is a dialogue critical is a very unique show that we have a lot of audience interaction we are we do this for our fans it's not just influencers we're humanitarians could not have put that better nick we are humanitarians we are here for the benefit of society for the benefit of all of you people out there. And you know, uh, David, I don't want to tease this too much. I just mm. want to make a little a mention. This yeah. is an exciting little rumbling. The podcast awards, there's rumors that they're going to be announcing their list of nominations in the next couple of weeks, I think, Whoa. within the month. So that is huge. We are going to be really fingers crossed that we are somewhere in the list of nominees. Um, wow. Hopefully, the feed and tech sector get recognized. Who knows? Those are younger shows. So mm -hmm. if that doesn't happen, then we, there's always next year. These shows are not going away. The sure. Critical Podcast Network is only growing and only expanding. Um, Critical is the flagship show, and that is the hub, the anchor, yeah. the anchor of the Critical Podcast Network. No coincidence that is on anchor.fm slash the critical pod. It'd be such an honor to be nominated. That would be something where I could finally be able to go to my parents and say, look, yeah, got nominated for one of the podcast awards. And it would be huge. How can people find out about this? I've thing? never uh, won anything in my life. Um, right. Same. I believe that the website is thepodcastawards.com. And I okay. believe there'll be some kind of a voting um I think it's voter-based, so I don't know that you have to be in the podcast academy. I think listeners can vote. Uh, I'm not sure, though. We obviously have no affiliation with the awards committee, but we are very hopeful and um, optimistic that we'll at least get a single nomination. That would be just so cool and exciting. That would be huge. I've, I've never really been nominated. I've been nominated. I was nominated in, uh, well... No, I wasn't nominated. I was in a in grade five. I was set, uh, set into a separate um, hmm. uh, row in the, at school. Don't know why, but that's where all the troublemaker kids. Uh huh. So I guess that's not really uh, germane to this. But anyway, I'm hopeful that we will be a contender. I mean, to snatch one of those noms would be such a huge achievement. Anyway, excited to hear more about that. We will, of course. Be back next week with another episode, not critical. We'll be back with something else. We have been dropping the episodes on Wednesdays and really keeping up pace with this once a week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we love you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. This, this is Critical. This has been a production by Critical Network Media. A division of the Critical Podcast Network.